You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Tuesday morning to everyone out there, and I hope everyone had a lovely holiday. Thank you so much for allowing me a bit of time off. We had uh, Thursday, Friday, and then uh, Monday off. And it felt so good to take a little break. Much, much needed. And now we're back, ready to go with the PGA. We'll be starting soon. Tennis will be back up and starting soon. NFL obviously still going on. There's going to be a whole lot NASCAR coming soon. Oh boy, I uh, tweet. I was I tweeted at somebody who's in the kind of NASCAR betting uh, space uh, last night. I didn't get an answer yet, but uh, just gonna try and get myself in. You know, in the know, if you will. Like golf, I feel like I've got a uh, couple of people that I like, and I and I spoke to I speak to on occasion and are excellent um but you know we got to find that for NASCAR oh boy yeah I can see people rolling their eyes already okay over the weekend whole lot of football goes on some crazy games absolutely crazy games on Saturdays when most of the games are played well let me back up and start with this we are through in Survivor Six chance survivor, we are through. We had the Kansas City Chiefs against the Seahawks. Most people got through this week. The big one would have been the Buccaneers losing to the Cardinals. That would have been a massive uh, knock group of, uh, you know, knockout for us. But most people will survive. Our entry's worth about 200 bucks at this point. So we've doubled the, the worth of our entry and we'll just keep on going we've got uh two weeks left well yeah two weeks left we'll see if we can get to the end and make out with whatever we can get saturday most of the games were on saturday it was a good day of football a lot of good games um Trying to see what really surprised us here. Did anything really surprise us? It was just a good good day of games. The Texans beat the Titans. Does that surprise you? 49ers beat up on the Commanders. The Eagles and the Cowboys was a great game. Really, really good game. Cowboys end up winning 34-40. to 40. And what you'll hear, and I tweeted this, is what you'll hear is that the Dallas Cowboys showed tenacity and showed 
all these different things. This is a winning football team, right? This is the best. Wow, they're so good. But what you fail to kind of realize is the Eagles had a lot of turnovers. They were minus three in in uh, the turnover battle. Dak Prescott had one interception, but Miles Sanders had two fumbles for the Eagles and Minshew threw two picks that, to be honest, weren't really his fault, in my opinion. It was either good plays on the defense or the receiver kind of messed it up. But when you talk about they were almost, I mean, they scored 34 points and gave up four you know, had four turnovers. It's pretty it's pretty crazy to think about how many points they actually scored with Garner Minshew and everything else they had going on. So that was a real good game. Very good game, I thought. Um do do the Raiders and the Steelers that ended up being pretty good. Steelers win by three in that one. Uh, do to do, do the Vikings win, but do not cover the four and a half. They win by three. Cincinnati, which was one of our picks, wins and covers. They win by four, cover the three. Overall, just a really good good weekend of football. Um, on Sunday, the Packers win 26-20 against the Dolphins. Maybe the most biggest surprise of the whole weekend was probably this game right here, the Los Angeles Rams, the LA Rams, at home, absolutely destroyed the Denver Broncos 51-14. 51-14 is absolutely out of control. Just really took advantage of the Broncos in this one. Um, Baker Mayfield, 24 for 28, 232 touchdowns, no picks. Cam Akers had three touchdowns on the ground. Tyler Higby had two touchdowns receiving. Russell Wilson, Bryce, Brett Ripien, and their offensive line are arguing on the sideline after they're getting destroyed. The Broncos moved to four and eleven. Think about that. Did anyone think they'd be four and eleven this year? And in the end, it seemed the score got ran up because the Broncos threw four interceptions. And this is why I in in the models and things that I work on. This is why I care so much about interceptions and likeliness to throw picks and how do teams do under pressure without turnover plays, with turnover plays. Because if you can identify what team is more likely to turn the ball over, you could you could win football games at an unbelievable rate if you could predict how many interceptions or fumbles Team A will will have today, and again, I know that's uh, you know nearly impossible. Uh, maybe somebody has interceptions, but uh, 
fumbles, I'd be shocked if somebody really thought they had a way to model fumbles. Interceptions, I believe, can be. But that's all you need to know. That that tells the story an overwhelming majority of the time. You see, every time we go through games on this show, <clears throat> we draw attention to the turnovers because it always works out that way. Broncos, well, Rams were minus four in that. Just crazy. And then uh, to finish us off on Monday night, well, Sunday night we had the Bucks just to win against the Cardinals in overtime. I actually ended up betting Trace McSworley not to throw an interception, and I still don't know where he actually threw the interception. So I really need to find, I just keep getting the, I need to find the game log on when he threw this pick. I think he threw it in overtime, didn't he? Oh my gosh. Uh, I was in the fourth quarter. Middle of the fourth quarter. Oh, where was it? Come on. <laughs> I don't see where the interception was, but either way, that was heartbreaking because when I went to sleep with, with 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, he did not have an interception. And then the Chargers beat down the Colts last night. Herbert, 235, no touchdowns, one pick. Austin Eckler, 67 yards, two touchdowns. He was a big one for uh, fantasy players. Keenan Allen, 104 yards, no touchdowns. He really needed the touchdowns away from Austin Eckler. But uh, that's going to be heartbreaking for a lot of fantasy owners in my league. They really needed Austin Eckler to struggle this week. But there you have it. Bets that I'm making for this week, this upcoming week, week 17. I've only got two, and I don't really like, well, I like the two, but I don't like much else at all, to be honest. And I'm not sure why that is. I'm really not sure why that is. But my numbers and my intuition on this just doesn't land in the right spot. So the two picks that I've gotten, these are both one-unit plays. Carolina plus three, minus 110. That's at Fandle. Um, Tampa Bay, <clears throat> I just, I'm not a believer in Tampa Bay right now. I'm just not. And um, the three, a lot of the threes are juiced up in the market. So I do think we'll see a two and a half at some point with this. So I'll take the three and hope that we can make it stick at two and a half. And then the second game is going to be Monday Night Football next week. The Cincinnati Bengals on the money line, plus 105 against the Buffalo Bills. I'm not the biggest believer in the Bills right now either. My advanced numbers don't suggest that they're playing all that, that they're in that great of form right now. So I'm going to go ahead and fade them on Monday night with the Bengals and uh, on the money line plus 105 and see how that works out for us. But um, they're at home, and I'm just not that my numbers don't suggest the Bills are playing as good as they are. Now, if you listened to um, 
and we'll just change gears for a second. If you listened to Happy Hour last week, which we did on Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, Wednesday. If you listened to that, you would know that I bet I ended up betting a couple of bets in the windy game that was the Saints and the Browns. And none of those really worked out. And so people, you know, were in my messages saying, see, that was a stupid, you know, that was stupid. That was such a bad bet, blah, blah, blah. And this is the way you have to stop thinking about sports betting. Like, everybody is so results-oriented instead of process-driven. It's all about the process and how you arrive at a bet. It is not about the result. Again, it goes back to what we were talking about the other day. The best bettors in the world win 55 to 60% of the time. They're wrong a lot, just not as much as other people, but they are wrong quite a bit. And so um, I just challenge you as, as we finish off the NFL season and, and you start betting on other sports, try to stop thinking results oriented so hard. Like, Don't worry about what the result was. Worry about what the process was. If someone had come to me and said, hey, I think your process and your thought your thought process was wrong because this, this, and this. I can I can talk to that. But saying that your process is wrong because the bet's lost is not a, a proper answer. Um and when when they were on the on the first drive for the Browns, I believe it was, it was fourth and four. They were on the the Saints 44, so they were in plus territory on the 44-yard line. This was prime go-for-it territory. <clears throat> they ended up punting it into the back of the end zone for a touchback to net 24 yards. That's stupid. So they, I feel like they had a really good chance to go for it, <clears throat> and they did not. So both of those went down. The under uh, got through and was good. We didn't live bet it too many times. As I said, we were going to. We just, you know, the way the game unfolded didn't, you didn't sit there and go, wow, this is definitely going to be an under game. I didn't think you you really sat there and did that. As you were watching it, anyway. Um, let's see. And the last one we had there was race to 15. Uh, neither team will reach 15 points. Uh that obviously did not come through but man that was a that was an inter- interesting one, wasn't it? I quite enjoyed betting on that. And we almost got there too. Just a uh, little little too many field goals to be honest. More field goals than I thought would be would be taken. But hey, that's the way it goes. You learn. Maybe next time we wait a little bit later to the game to, to make sure it's as windy as they say because 
I don't feel like it it was quite as windy as they were talking about, which is normal weatherman procedure. But we're always learning here. We're always learning. Before we uh, sign off here for the day, just want to take a peek at uh, any futures on DraftKings, team futures that might be interesting. Because I think there's some opportunity to play with some of this stuff here. Um, I haven't found anything I like yet because I just started looking at these this morning. But, you know, there's yes-nos to make the playoffs uh, that are available. There's, you know, winning conference and number one seed bets and, and everything else that's here. So I do think... Um, I do think there's some bets to be had here. Don't forget about futures just because the season is in progress. The Bills are plus 340 to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs are 5 to 1. Bengals 9 to 1. Cowboys 10 to 1. Some interesting names down down the board a little bit. Vikings 28 to 1 for the Vikings. How about that? So a lot of good ones here. Um, Here's interesting. The Panthers. I wonder what the Panthers need to do to win the NFC South. Let's just take a peek at this real quick. Okay. Do-do-do. Carolina six and nine, New Orleans six and nine, Atlanta's five and ten. Where's Tampa? Seven and eight. So the Panthers next week, and you can see we already played this. They the Panthers play Tampa Bay. They're three point dogs. And I'm curious. Ah, see if they beat the Bucks, it goes up to roughly sixty two percent probability to win the division. So I don't really like the three to one that's being offered at DraftKings. No, I don't. It's three to one for them to win the division, the NFC South against the, the Bucks. I was gonna say if if next week would decide it, I might consider that because that's a good number. But uh, there's so much other stuff that has to happen after that for the Panthers to win the division that that's not a good bet. Regular season wins are still here. The Chargers have a special there. The one I think is really interesting, though, is going to be the to make or miss the playoffs. Yes, no markets. Might be able to find some long shots on something to happen here. So I'm interested in that. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you. Again, so much for, for a couple of days off. And uh, looking forward to 2023. We'll we'll bring in the new year uh, next week, of course. But uh, at SteadyPicks underscore Tom on Twitter if you want to catch up and chat. Otherwise, thank you very much. Enjoy your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You're here to spin it like a boss.